Y'all ready to be history? It's starting. Welcome. Hi. 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 Hello, everyone. To the Pro Audio Suite. These guys are professional. They're motivated. Thanks to Tribooth, the best vocal booth for home or on-the-road voice recording. And Austrian Audio, making passion heard. Introducing Robert Marshall from Source Elements and Someone Audio Post, Chicago. Darren Robert Robertson from Voodoo Radio Imaging, Sydney. Tech to the VO Stars. George the Tech Whitam from LA. And me, Andrew Peters. Voice over talent and home studio guy. Line up, And welcome to another Pro Audio Suite, thanks to Tribooth. Don't forget the code PAP200 to get $200 off. And Austrian Audio, making passion heard. This week, we're talking about shock mounts and things that claim to be shock mounts that probably aren't. Uh, I don't know where we should start, but it was something a shocking mount. (laughs) Yeah. It was you that brought this up when we were talking privately about a week ago. Yeah, uh, actually... Do remind me who makes this thing? What's the co- I I just remember seeing it and going like, what the fuck? But um, <laughs> what's is this there thing? litigation involved in this? If we name the company, oh gosh, I guess we shouldn't. No, well, if we're going to you're, you're allowed uh, to review slander stuff? it, then we shouldn't. If we're going to talk about it, you know, sort of more objectively, then yeah. I'm happy to mention him. But oh, this is completely objective. Okay, okay, I objectively Perfect. don't get it. There's no point talking about it yeah. if we can't mention what it is. Let's be honest. Okay. All right. Well, I can tell you now, it is the Enhanced Audio and it's the M600 shock mount. Now, I we looked at it because Robert brought it up. He said, have a look online. I, I Googled it and saw one for sale on eBay. Even no, it was on Reverb what, and I had to find that. Oh, Reverb. Because, that's right. Yeah, and yeah. I couldn't find it anywhere because, well, I don't I know. Don't, like, there's only one used one. Yeah, I don't have a strong impression they're in business. Um, I think you could be right. The the, the copyright at the bottom of the page, enhanced audio products are proudly designed and manufactured in Ireland. Copyright 2014. Yep. Could be part of that assumption that they are no longer in production. Are we talking about a product that's got like aluminium circles and then screws that hold the mic? Yep. So where's the shot yeah. mount in it's, that? It's either a finger. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. This is designed to transmit every shock yeah. into your into your mic. I mean, the only thing they could have done is put the screws directly on the diaphragm. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, because yeah, I'm looking at it. Going, look at the, I know, I know. There's technical data on the site somewhere that explains yeah, how I can it works. Read, I can read all the, the all the information that because uh, you've seen one, haven't you, George? There. I've not only seen one, I met the owner. He came to the States. I spoke to him in person. I got products to actually try to sell at one point, I think, um, back when I thought I was going to actually be a retailer, which lasted less than a year. That was a really bad idea. And yeah, well, it um, seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I had several products. I, I believe uh, one of them ended up uh, the stand called the Revelator, interestingly enough. Um, not to be confused with the Revelator IO24 interface I use to record the show. Um, but the Revelator stand and the mic mount, um, I had donated to the SAG Foundation Don LaFontaine VoiceOver Lab. So if you ever are in the States and in Los Angeles and you want to see one, they have one probably in the storage room uh, of the lab. But I have a couple of clients that have the M600. And um, yeah, it's... In an, in an, is, is the M600 the shock mount that's, itself? That's the mount. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, so, the mount. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. It's, it's, I'll read this very briefly. The enhanced audio M600's unique design and the fact that it is not a suspension mount 
its weight and method of rigidly clamping the microphone body within six minimum points of contact contributes to the following. One, the reduced movement of the microphone in the X, Y, and Z axis, a reduction of resonance within the microphone body itself, and the reduction of infrasonic vibrations below 20 hertz, which negatively dominate and mask low, mid, and high frequencies, allowing the microphone to capture the sound wave, clearly producing a more detailed recording. That's the, uh, the end. Okay, that's infra- the can I give you... In, 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 infrasonic? Infrasonic. Infrasonic are sound waves below the range of human hearing. Below 20 hertz is infrasonics. Well, Sound on Sound magazine were a little more diplomatic because <laughs> they've said a range of impressive, impressive sonic claims are made for the unusual design, but the physics behind it remain unclear to me at least. Certainly mics are held very securely and such that they cannot vibrate along any one particular axis. However, knowing the mic stand reveals that large amplitude vibrations are not suppressed at all. Having said that, when testing them out with a range of capacitor mics, I perceived a change to the lower mid-range which often sounded slightly clearer and more detailed. So it's not really a shock mount, is it? It's it not a shock mount. No, Here, I don't think here's it's meant to be a shock mount. Here's my theory of how it's a useful product. Okay, if you own yep. an anechoic chamber, it is <laughs> yes, completely yeah, freaking isolated from everything. And then this shock mount is holding your microphone such that you can blast it with the most impressive amount of energy (laughs) you can just hit it with a big sound wave and it won't move and you will get that full sound wave every bit of it it's not like you know the shock mount might give in to the sound and therefore you're not getting the full attack does that make sense yeah i think that's what they're saying absolutely and and interestingly here the um (laughs) the only two pros only james earl jones could make a sound that yeah that's gonna make any difference I mean, the, uh, there's two pros that Sound on Sound have given, and one of them is nicely engineered and suits virtually any mic. But yeah. the only thing I can see that where it would be good, uh, that's the Revelator with um, the mic stand and the, the mount. And the speaker would stand. Would be if you were doing, well, speaker stand, or also if you're doing like big orchestral stuff in a you know big sound stage. In an anechoic chamber. In an anechoic <laughs> chamber. Yeah. But, yeah, I think the fact that it, is it actually called a shock mount? I don't think they call it no, a shock they, mount. No, I, I think they do admit at least that. It's, it's called a universal <laughs> yeah. microphone mount is what they've called it. Right. Yeah. So right. there's no claim that it's a shock mount because it's not. So, yeah. So I, this website looks the same as the last time I saw it many, many, many years ago. And why the site is still up, but the links that are for purchasing, for example, there's a button that says purchase online. It's broken. And then there's a, button that says testimonials, customer comments, and voiceover artists, it's broken. For whatever reason, the site seems to live on. It's I would call it a zombie website. Yeah. yeah. Um, so so tell me this. How many do you think they sold? Not enough. Yeah. <laughs> to keep the site up. Yeah. Right. Well, Clearly. enough, enough yeah. to, you know, get some out in the world and long they were okay, let's put it this way. Here's my opinion. They were in, in production long enough to have their intellectual property stole, property stolen by Rycote. Rycote integrated into the Lyre shock mount system, and now they've basically completely killed any marketability of the enhanced audio. Because what they did was Rycote said, fine, we'll take the fingertip method and we'll just integrate that into our own shock mount system called Lyre, which is a great design. 
And it's completely killed and buried the sellability of this product. You know, and the, and the, it's a, you know, a third the price, the Rycote Envision shock mount. Wait, so, so, but the Rycote is a shock mount? They've put it in yeah. a suspension? Yeah. So, so all, they've, got, all they've taken from it is the method of grabbing the it by six points. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, 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 full, the little clampy bit. Fingers, Three yeah. points, because they yeah. only use two, th- one ring. And then it's basically a Christmas tree stand for a mic. Everybody yeah. has fiddled that, with the three That doesn't threaded. seem like that much of an invention. Is Everybody like, has fiddled with those little three damn threaded things trying to hold their tree up, right? It's the same yes. concept now with a mic. And then Rycote has that same design concept, but mounted to suspension, which they call the liar suspension, which is awesome because those damn things don't, aren't made of elastic. So you don't have to freaking replace the elastic bands every five years. Um, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've seen pictures of TLM 103s and U87s hanging perilously from these little stretched out dry rotted straps. Well, I got to tell you, like, I've, I just, so bad. I just had to order some new ones for mine and it cost me 50 bucks for two elastic bands. <laughs> I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> That's that, so funny. That, you know, that, do you know what I did with my KSM 44? I got this wonderful shock mount with a, with a knot tight in it and a little extra loop. Oh, I've done that many times. Yeah, <laughs> can't tell you how many times I go to a client's house and tied knots and rerouted the elastic in a weird, an innovative way so the mic doesn't, you know, sag and fall out of the mount. You know, anybody that uses the same <laughs> hairband, ru- they basically it's a rubber band wrapped yeah, that's in all it is. is all it is, and they just stretch out. They're ridiculous. My daughter buys packets of twenty of them for from the beauty shop for like two dollars. Hair ties, yeah. That's yeah, right. And yeah. I've got to so, pay 50 for two. Yeah. yeah. So if, if you're some sort of Neumann purist and you have to have that because you, that's fine. But the, the I really feel like the, the Envision mount from Rycote is the way to go. It does fit almost that's all every I've got. mic. Yep. That's and, all I have. I, yeah. I get rid of the factory ones, the, the ones that come with the mic. Just don't use them. Yeah. Um, because the Rycote ones, I, in fact, here, here you go. Here's an experiment, just so you know. Like, if I tap on, so I, I'm using, the, on the shock mount, I'm using the uh, mic cable hook that's part of the shock mount. Yeah, so the so cable if I comes tap, out of the mic, and then it hooks under a little hook that's attached yep. to the mount, the purpose of yep. which is to damp the vibration that would yep, be transmitted from the, the mic cable yeah. to the mic. And so, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, that's a good idea. So I'm on, so here we go. This is on the... The, the side of the microphone, I'll tap the wire, the cable. Right. So you can, you can all hear, hear that. that. Yep. Right. Yeah. Same pressure on the other side. Yeah, big difference, right? So you're just Could tapping you on the other side of where the hook is. Right. Yeah, the cable, which is part of the mic stand. It's actually a boom stand as well, a boom right. mic stand. That's hanging and the off hook the is attached desk. to the rigid part that's attached to the arm, and the mic is in the suspension part that is suspended Correct. in the, in yeah. the uh, lyre. But it just seems to isolate the the cable from yeah. tapping. So you know, no, yeah, I mean, it's a really good design. I mean, all I can hope is that the guy from Enhanced Audio was great. I really liked the guy. He had a really interesting idea. I don't know if he ever got any money from Rycote, but you know, it definitely put him out of business. I think because the Rycote design is superior. It's more practical. It's far far less expensive. And it works. I don't think I don't think he had a practical product in terms of if anybody he was solving a problem that no one has. Has it's yeah. solving a problem that no one could hear unless they literally had a measurement. It's like, like, an it's like buy this for your next trip to the moon. Right. It's yeah. very useful <laughs> yeah. when you go to the moon. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I know. I, I, I agree. And that, that was the thing. He came to me and I don't remember why at the time or how he found me, but he thought I could be an advocate for the product. And I think what he didn't realize was, is that I'm actually into really practical solutions, not, you know, what I would dare call an audiophile product. Um, I call this an audiophile product. This is audiophile for the pro audio market. Right. And some pro audio engineers and people are a little bit buy into it. And I'd say the majority don't buy into audiophile, you know, lore. I'd, I'd be willing to bet that this could have been marketed better as a mic mount for a kick drum mic. Okay. Because yeah. there's your instrument that's just got a huge amount, like you put it in the right place and there's a lot of air coming out of that thing. Yeah. And I bet you a kick drum mic on a big enough mic could actually pick up enough wind to move mm-hmm. in its shock mount. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to. But I'm pretty sure that if you compare that to the Sonics of just like using the AKG hard mount that comes with yeah. your kick drum microphone, maybe the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think his market was actually the stands because they look so cool. Now the stands, yeah. I mean, yeah. have more use cases. Of course, they can double as a speaker stand. They're really easy to adjust the height. Um, and they, yeah, they look damn cool and they're really, really but, beefy. They were heavy. But I'm looking, I'm looking at the stand, the, the Revelator Alpha, which is the taller one. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the, the mount he's got, put on a Rycote mount at the end. It looks like it's really well weighted. Yeah. So if you've got a really heavy mic, like, I mean, my, my Gefell, the, the, the tube mic, that's pretty heavy. Yeah. And I've, I've walked into the booth when I used to have that thing hung, you know, Set up in the, yeah. in the in the booth and find the thing almost touching the ground because the whole thing's just like too heavy for the mic stand. Stay tuned for part two where we talk about mic stands. Oh yeah, because <laughs> there's a <laughs> there's a whole another rattle we can go to down talking about well, mic stands. Well, let's do that uh, next and, week. And things to in, clamp in the theme things. of shock mounts and things that companies found George Whittem to test out and talk about line. There's a company here in in LA. Um, run by a guy named Mike Frenchick. And he makes, the thing he's most famous for at this point would be that double and triple screen, half circle pop screen that can slip over the tip of your 41.6. Have you seen that? Uh, yes, pop the, I have. The, the little half moon kind of like folded yeah. over thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar with that. So, that. That one's a clever design. Yeah, so that that guy does some interesting stuff, right? So that shock mount was, that sorry, pop screen was not um, a generation one product. His first generation product, actually, I have. I have the beta of it, and it didn't work. I mean, actually, it did stop plosives, but it also changed the sound of the mic. Yeah, the design he had before had these plastic concentric rings that went around the mic, and it slid over the tube of the mic. The the, the interface, yeah. yeah, It interfered with the interference tube. And when I tried it, I was like, wow, it really does change the sound of the mic. If you actually look hard yep. enough on YouTube, you might find a video where I actually demonstrate it real time and explain why it doesn't work. Anyway, mm. the same guy also developed his own shock mount technology. But what he does, instead of having this giant spider web thing or this big bulky product that you know has, uh, goes around the mic, what he did was use elastomers and create a little shock absorber that looks like you know a, a disc in your spine. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then it has a female thread on one side and a male thread on the other side. And that's it. It's like the size of a silver dollar or maybe it's an inch and a half across. And um, I have a beta version one in my hands. And uh, 
the nice thing about it is it's really, really, really low profile, right? And it attaches to literally any microphone. It's just a normal 5.8 thread. And then you can have any mic clip you want. You don't have to use anything fancy. You can use the clip that came with your 41.6 or whatever. And then the mic hangs from this. And um, it's a proven product. It actually does. He's actually been able to do measurements and show how effective it actually is. And it's a nice design. It's also not not yeah. cheap. I think it's in the fifty to sixty dollar range to get one of these. So, yeah, yeah, you know. But basically, it's a, it's a it's a shock mount for whatever you attach to that mic stand at that point. Exactly. Well, in that case, I think you we you know like we should just go down further and put the shock mount on the base of the stand. Well, <laughs> you, you could if you have a stand, but I have an arm on my desk. So I don't want the vibration from my That's desk. That's true. No, I'm just joking anyways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no one laughs, Robert. I know. My jokes aren't, aren't that funny. We well, it's, that. It's I don't same. know why you keep on having me come back. So it's the same <laughs> concept <laughs> as the way I design. We design studios with um, isolation clips to keep the vibration from transmitting through the studs, joists, and then to the drywall. It's the same idea. And I always use the analogy when I'm explaining this a concept to a client, you know, I'm trying to explain this, how this whole thing works. As I explained to them, it's like an engine mount in your car. It's why you don't feel the vibration from your engine in your car. The whole thing is floating on rubber. But then so again, like the, but the exhaust pipe of your engine is actually hard fixed to the underneath of your car. Shouldn't no, it's not. Be. no, it's not. There's a there's it's a, a rubberized. Oh, that's what they are. Yeah, exhaust that's hanger. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 It it's, it's hard everything. fixed to your engine. Yeah, but right. Your engine's also on shock mounts. Yeah. Literally everything yeah. from the engine to the tip of your exhaust is mounted on rubber. Okay, I'll take unless that you're back. in like a customized <laughs> race car, <laughs> yes, or some uh, poorly built vehicle <laughs> from Russia or, or something, yeah. or your motor mounts crushed. Yeah, yeah. Well, that happens, or just doesn't yeah. exist anymore, which I've done. Uh, <laughs> right. So this is, this is all that is concept. All that but so when I squeeze the rubber between the two metal, it's like two metal plates with a sandwich in the middle with a like a half inch of rubber. It's very, very smushy and soft. Very yeah. soft. Uh-huh. But you see, the um, one thing missing though, George, this is yeah. my my thing with the Rycote, is even though your microphone's isolated, the mic cable isn't. Yeah. No, that, that design of holding the mic cable hard against the mic stand I think it's a great idea. Yeah. And really, like, it should be yeah. put on every mic, every mic clip. You know how you have the mic stand that has, like, the little clip that goes on the side to hold your mic cable yep. along yep. the side of it? Every mic clip should have that, but a firmer one that actually grabs that cable and holds it. Yeah. Yep. And and then and then also you don't get things like, oh, I'm going to pull on my mic cable and now my mic changed position. Yeah. When I see someone with their mic cable pulled so tight that the mic is on an angle, I'm like, no, no, no. I was going to say, something I would take from Apple is the whole MagSafe charger. And I think that XLRs on mics should just be... Because when would you ever want someone to trip over to mic, a mic stand and not, like, oh, you know... a magnet pogo pin style microphone uh, plug? That's I mean, an interesting had, idea. <laughs> in, in, in a room with a crap load of mic stands and cables everywhere, and the, yeah. and the wrong person trips on one thing, and then you get a mic stand... Timber. It has to be a yep. stronger magnet than what they use on MagSafe. That thing comes yes. off too easy. But yeah, no, it's a pretty cool idea. I mean, you could retrofit that very easily. Just have it in line 
Yes, you know, like exactly. You can just make an XLR barrel. There you go, everybody. Here's a breakaway a XLR for you. barrel. Yep. All right, go. Somebody go make it and just yeah. send us our check. Exactly. Oh, and also use the. Uh, <laughs> we already patented it. We will be trolling. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Watch out. We're watching you. Well, that was fun. Is it over? The Pro Audio Suite. With thanks to Tribooth. And Austrian Audio. Recorded using Source Connect. Edited by Andrew Peters. And mixed by Voodoo Radio Imaging. With tech support from George the Tech Whittem. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and join in the conversation on our Facebook group. To leave a comment, suggest a topic, or just say g'day, drop us a note at our website. ProAudioSuite.com.